lot of times people ask me, where should I start to get innovative ideas? Where, where can I begin? What should I be thinking about if I'm going to come up with creative ideas? And I'll tell them, I don't know, start with the O. Oh, oh, you, you want to know what the O is? Stay tuned and find out. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Innovation Driven Growth Podcast. Here we examine what enables true creativity, how to convert ideas into innovation, and seek out what ignites enterprise-wide growth. I'm your host, entrepreneur, strategist, and muser of metacognition, David Peterson. Now, I've had the fortune of facilitating many, many strategic planning sessions. And so I'm very familiar with the acronym SWOT, S-W-O-T, SWOT. Now, love it or hate it, SWOT has been an integral part of strategic planning sessions for at least 50 years. Now, it was originally developed at Stanford University, and SWOT represents a four-quadrant view that represents strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, SWAT. If you've been in business for any length of time, I'm sure that you've heard of SWAT or actually participated in exercises working on generating SWAT analysis. The purpose of SWAT is to understand the interplay of internal capabilities of an organization with the external activities or entities that might interact with that organization. Um, And so the grid is displayed typically with strengths in the upper left, weaknesses, the upper right, opportunities on the lower left, threats on the lower right. I've got a graphic that you can find in the show notes. But again, if you can sort of think, if you will, about how these would line up, things like strengths and weaknesses are internal, opportunities and threats are external, So things like strengths and weaknesses would be deemed helpful or good, and weaknesses and threats would be harmful or bad. And so you can kind of see, even if you can't look at the diagram, how those four align. So a typical SWOT analysis begins with an examination of the strengths and weaknesses of the organization. Now, as, as a good facilitator, I like to make sure that the process is done with an eye towards accurately representing the capabilities of the organization's strengths and where the organization is vulnerable, what weaknesses. Many organizations, especially many that don't use an outside facilitator to assist in strategic planning, will often overstate the organization's strengths while understating their weaknesses. Again, without some sort of interested but dispassionate third party it's easy for us to kind of say, oh, we're all that. And no, no, we don't have these problems, especially if it's just our organization, you know, that's that's sitting there having this conversation. Organizations with sound senior management know it's necessary for true accounting of the organization's state of capability, but maybe not being brutal, right? We can assess strengths and weaknesses without without being ugly to each other. Doing this as a complete self-assessment thus is extremely difficult to pull off. Now, from an external view, opportunities represent some action or activity that represents 
I don't know, new growth for the enterprise, let's say. It could be a new product, a new service. It could be expanding into a new market or anything that positively moves the organization forward. Threats are actions or activities or entities that would negatively affect the organization. Could be a new competitor, some rule or regulation that limits the enterprise or any action or activity that could result in a negative outcome. Now, again, it's, it's critical to carefully brainstorm the opportunities and threats to come up with a realistic list of what they are. There is absolutely no benefit to overstating or understating either opportunities or threats. Now, many cannot appreciate often kind of, I don't know, tedious nature of SWAT. It's kind of like, uh, <laughs> you can kind of see everybody's like, oh, okay, David, okay, we got to do SWAT, all right. <laughs> now, the end result, if, if you do it right, allows for the organization to use SWAT in the strategic planning process. So it's not just an exercise to say, okay, we feel like we've accurately identified these. It does have a more meaningful purpose. When you combine each of the four quadrants, the organization can determine a series of offensive or defensive actions or strategies, and then prioritize those across all of the potential objectives to create a target list for a specified period of time. So here's how these four quadrants align. Anywhere where strengths align with opportunities, that is what we would call invest. You're strong in an area, there's an opportunity, that's a clear path for you to take blood and treasure, capital and people, and go after that opportunity. But when your strengths align with a threat, that would be more of a defend. So you're strong in an area, here comes this other competitor in your market, then because of your strength, you're in a position to ward off the competitor. When you're weak and that aligns with an opportunity, that's kind of a decide. So here's this opportunity, but the organization is weak in the areas that it needs to be strong if it wants to capitalize on that. So you have to decide. Does the weakness mean that the opportunity should be set aside? Could the weakness be remediated? Can I convert my weakness into a strength? Again, I, I put money and people behind changing the weakness into a strength so that I can go after the opportunity. You know, should the organization seek a collaboration with another entity that is strong in an area in which you're weak and therefore together you can go after the opportunity? So all of those kinds of permutations fall into the decide where you're weak, but it aligns with an opportunity. Finally, weakness aligned with threats is damage control. You're weak and here's this threat. You know, what's the, what's the way that you can minimize the damage in, in any way possible? What can we reasonably do that limits any downside of the threat? Okay. From an innovation standpoint, any of those four alignments could be the target of a creative idea. Certainly no ideas of any kind targeting any facet of the business should be overlooked. But for those organizations that are you know, looking to get innovative, I would recommend start with the opportunities, hence start with the O. Assuming that you have a realistic list of opportunities for the organization, then align those with the strengths and weaknesses and brainstorm potential objectives that might result from those pairings. Again, I work in financial services. So suppose there's a bank, they have a very strong commercial lending team, and there's a new market 
nearby that's underserved for commercial lending, then an expansion into that market is a clear opportunity to invest, a strength matching with an opportunity. Similar, if another institution decides to open a lending office in one of the geographic areas that you serve as a bank, your strength in commercial lending puts you in a position to proactively work against the threat of that new competitor. So your strength, it goes against the competitor and you defend, you defend. Now, from a banking standpoint, there's been some previous blog posts or or articles that I post on LinkedIn about how government agencies are attacking banks on overdraft fees. And you may or may not care about overdraft. You might wish that overdraft fees would go away, but clearly overdraft fees are something that financial institutions have to deal with because they have generated a lot of fee income for them. And so they have to make some decisions about what they're going to do with overdraft fees. So, So now that these overdraft changes in terms of a regulatory standpoint have kind of been put on the side, you know, there's some financial institutions that are still making decisions about how overdrafts fits into their long-term future. And, and of course, that falls right into that SWOT analysis. So if we set aside any other kind of potential threats, you know, what opportunities would you have on your SWOT analysis that would represent the very action that should be the focus of some kind of creative idea at your organizations? And if you're a financial institution, what are you going to do about overdrafts? That's a clear one that, you know, there's an opportunity there as a lot of large banks are starting to change how they work with overdrafts. And so that trickles down to people understanding those changes and then asking smaller financial institutions, are you guys going to follow Bank of America, Well, City Chase, and so forth. Another area for financial institutions is faster payments. That should be on every financial institution's opportunities list. What about the opportunity to sort of reimagine how service charges are calculated and assessed for your customers? Maybe you could start encouraging local crowdfunding for new startups that want to start in your particular geographic area, but who don't qualify for traditional credit. All of these are simply ideas that I'm thinking of from the financial services realm that, that represent O's, opportunities that you know a bank or a credit union could use as, a, as an idea. Maybe you're not a financial services, you know, maybe you're a construction company or a dry cleaner or a retail clothing store. Again, take the concepts that I have of what are the opportunities in your area? If there's a new fashion trend, how can you jump on that and, and get out ahead and, 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 you know, be one of the first ones in your market potentially to, uh, to have it? Or how do you change people's minds about how well clothes are maintained and kept over a longer period of time? Can you calculate how much longer clothes would last? If they had them dry cleaned instead of, you know, traditional cleaning, and then you can calculate that back to these folks to let them know, hey, you know, instead of buying a new $500 suit, you can extend the life of that just by these $12.50 cleanings that we do. You get the idea. There's, it, there's a lot of different ways that I can take the concepts that I'm talking about here and then understand what somebody's business is and then think about what those opportunities are. What is the O? or any particular business, and then do some ideation. So there's lots of opportunities out there for financial institutions and any other business you know, to consider. And we just, we have to have the will to open and honestly assess what our strengths and weaknesses are, and then align those with further realistic view of opportunities and threats. Securing against threats is important and should not be ignored but brainstorming opportunity is a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, it's always nice to talk about, you know, positive forward looking things, not how do we keep from getting run over and squashed like a bug. Now, if you're not in the habit of getting innovative ideas out in the open across your enterprise, you would do very well to focus on things like opportunities as a means to get the process working. And then you can turn it across all four of those uh, quadrants of the SWAT. I value your feedback and uh, stand ready to help any of you with these kinds of innovation decisions. My contact information is coming up in mere seconds. Thank you so much for your time and attention and focus on the O. Thanks again for investing your valuable time listening to the Innovation Driven Growth Podcast. I covet your questions, comments, or critique. You can reach me at david at davidpeterson.com. I'm also on Facebook at DP Speaks and everywhere else on social media at DLP Speaks. I look forward to hearing from you and be sure to look for a new episode soon.